0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Let's Play Supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. My name is Kristen Kalina and I am the co-founder of Mastermind Adventures, where our mission is to create fun, healthy alternatives to screen time for kids and teens. In this week's episode, I interview Mike Mahoney, the Executive Director of the Stoico First Fed YMCA in Swansea, Massachusetts. Mike is a wealth of information about the benefits of physical exercise for kids of any age. We talk about the history of the YMCA, and the Y's long standing reputation for creating innovative programming and their unparalleled dedication to community. Let's get started. Hello, uh, let's play community. I am Kristen Kalina of Mastermind Adventures, and this is Mike Mahoney from the YMCA here in Swansea, Massachusetts. And um, Mike has, he, you're the manager, right? The executive
1: of, director, yep. The
0: executive director, okay. There you go, um, and um, I thought that he would be a great resource to talk about because uh, YMCA's are so prolific, especially like you were saying here in the New England, is, on yeah. the east side of, of uh, the world, <laughs> our world, um, and um, and I thought he'd be a great person to talk about from a parent's perspective. You're a dad too, I am. and also as the executive director, what kinds of things that he looks for in. Um, programming for the kids that for the community that he's serving and also for his own family so thanks so much for being with oh, of us of course thanks for having me Chris yeah. I appreciate it so um, why don't you tell uh, everybody a little bit more about you and your background and how you came to sure. how you came to be
1: <laughs> so I started at the YMCA almost 20 years ago uh, with a summer job working in summer camp and uh, somehow I never left I, Wow I've, I've, I got my teaching certificate, I went to school to become a high school history teacher and I just fell in love with the why. Um, I've done just about everything from lifeguarding to van driving to to working with kids in the after school program. Uh, For a long time I I worked with uh, kids as a camp director and youth and teen director so I would run uh, not only sports and active play games. But also the uh, the enrichment stuff. Um, we have a program here as well as many wise called Leaders Club, which is an opportunity for kids in middle and high school to get engaged in their community through civic action, civic activity, volunteerism, um, and uh, and so I did that for a lot of years. And then uh, I don't know, probably when I was in my early 30s, I switched over to membership and wellness and fitness and got more involved in that capacity. Um, so I've worked at uh, a number of YMCAs. <laughs> I started in Seekonk at the Newman YMCA. I worked at the Fall River YMCA. I worked at the Gleason YMCA in Wareham. I worked at the Hockamock Y in North Attleboro. I worked at the Dartmouth Y and last but not least, the First Fed Y here in Swansea.
0: <laughs> wow. So That's fantastic. So you're actually you actually trained as an educator before.
1: I did, yeah. You know, I were in um, the midst of. I, I was, was, yeah. That, yeah. So I, I graduated with my degree from UMass Dartmouth, awesome. uh, in history, mm-hmm. and then uh, knew that I loved just had a passion for helping others and teaching. Yeah. So I uh, took the teachers exam, and got certified to teach uh, secondary, uh, teach history in secondary education. Wow. Um, but I stuck with the why.
0: Yeah. So you love it. I do. Yeah. So yeah. 20 years.
1: 20 years. Well, just shy. So uh, 2000, what are we in? 2018.
0: 18 I know, years. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> doing that. like, wait a second. How old am I? What do I, what you, right? That's how I figure <laughs> out
1: how old I am is I have to do math. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because yeah, we forget. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. So, um, so as, uh, somebody who's been doing this for a long time, um, has, uh, has the needs of, um, families changed, the needs of kids changed over time. Well,
1: I can tell you that uh, a lot has changed. So uh, even from my experience going to camp as, as a child, I grew up in Westport and Fall River, uh, split time between both. Um, and I used to go to, uh, to the boys club um, when I was growing up and the YMCA, uh, both in the Fall River. And there was a time when I was <clears throat> 9 or 10 years old, maybe 11. Uh, we'd go to camp. We'd come back from camp. Uh, and at the end of the day I could sign myself out as an 11 year old and just go right. walk down the street um, go to the store by myself you know I, I remember walking to school in second grade yeah uh, so certainly this is a different world and a lot of that has changed yeah. uh, I could never in a million years think about you know letting an 11 year old sign themselves out and go do whatever they wanted right now. Uh, there's a lot more um, there's a lot more protective um, uh, uh, stuff that we set up now so you know everybody that's coming in needs an ID um, to, to take a child they have to be on an authorized pickup list mm-hmm. um, So in that regard a lot has changed mm-hmm. I've also found that parents need a lot more communication now. Mm-hmm. They want to know exactly what's happening And they want to make sure that they're getting a good value uh, For what they're spending the money on because we know that child care and camps are not are not inexpensive right. We know that um, active programming um, and, and quality programming is not cheap either, so uh, they, wanna, they wanna know exactly what they're investing in and what they're, what they're sending their child to. For us, um, it's, uh, it's something that we've had to adapt and, and grow, um, no longer, I guess you never really could, get pick up your child at the end of the day and say, how was camp, what'd you do today? And typically the child says, it was okay, I didn't do anything, right? Um, so we've got all kinds of new uh, new um, tools that we use. Uh, one of the big things that we started doing when I was in Dartmouth last year for our camp kids was a, a passport to camp. And so the kids would get a, a, a passport that they take around throughout their camp week um, and the counselors and other kids, Uh, as well as the the camper themselves could log what they were doing and they could choose a skill that they really wanted to work on so we we've got everything from stem to archery to the ropes course and let's say that they really wanted to improve their archery skills uh, there were three or four levels that they could try to uh, to increase uh, their, their skill level, and all of that would be documented in the passport, and mom and dad would get to see that, grandma, awesome. grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever, would get to see that on a daily and weekly basis to see what the kids were doing in camp and the progress that they were making.
0: Wow. That's so fun. Yeah. I, I was, I was, as you were talking about it, I was thinking about like our LARP programs because that has a similar kind of scaffolding. Yeah. You know, to that, and it just it's just shows you that that's kind of universal. Like kids love to, to to see their right. own progress and to show their own progress off to, to yeah. family and friends. I and
1: think a lot of the stuff that we're doing now, Kristen, has to be progressive, right? Uh, because I, I think uh, kids and adults really we we get bored with stuff if we're sort of not moving forward, right? Um, I grew up playing video games, right. uh, so and I used to love those role-playing games, and I would spend endless amounts of time just trying to level up, not even right. trying to go fight the next dungeon boss, but just trying to to level up because it showed progress in mm-hmm. the game. Um, and I think you get
0: the little rewards, the yeah, little, like, exactly. What do they call those badges, right? Yeah, badges yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or
1: whatever it might be, yeah. um, depending on the game. Yeah. Um, but I think that translates really well into the real world and into our camp uh, and and active after active play programming mm-hmm. um, because it allows the kids to feel like they're accomplishing something right. and it shows progress for the parents too yeah. that the kids are demonstrating that they're going from point A to point B there's a roadmap there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah and that's really important I think to, to parents right that they see that Absolutely. there's progress being made in different ways. So um, so talk about we said we talked about a little bit about the history of the Why sure. off- offline before we started taping but yeah talk a little bit about The origins of
1: the Y. Yeah, the Y is a volunteer-based organization. It started in London in the eighteen forties for for young men who maybe weren't uh, were getting into trouble. Okay, Uh, and it started as a Bible study group, and they would meet in the basement of a church uh, weekly and just try to um, try to better themselves. Uh, So. Um, 160 or 70 years later, wow. it's evolved into this. And yep. the first Y in the United States was actually in Boston, on Huntington Ave, it's really? still there. Um, and uh, that was uh, not too long before the Fall River Y came into existence. Wow. And so the Fall River Y just celebrated its 160th year. The New Bedford Y just celebrated its 150th year. Wow! So uh, we've got some of the oldest YMCAs in the country right here in our backyard. Um, and uh, many people may not know the YMCA invented basketball. Um, no, I had no idea. So uh, Springfield College, which is where basketball was created, was right. actually um, in in many regards a normal school for YMCA directors. So uh, if you wanted to have a career in the YMCA, you went to Springfield College in Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, and so in a, in an effort to get those rambunctious young men to calm down <laughs> a little bit, they created uh, they created basketball. Wow. The Y also created Volleyball in Holyoke, Badminton in uh, somewhere else in Massachusetts, I don't really remember. Um, They were the first organization to offer um, a gym class of sorts, physical Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The YMCA has done all kinds of stuff. Um, They started Step Aerobics. Uh, Wow! uh, They had the first personal trainers. The first swim lesson ever, organized swim lesson, was in Brooklyn at a YMCA. Um, So the YMCA has really been on the forefront of physical activity, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in the United States over the last 175 years. And innovative programming. Innovative programming. Wow. And and so, you know, we're we're trying to hold that torch and move it forward and continue on that path. Um, The YMCA is also the largest provider of childcare in the country. 2,700 YMCAs in the contiguous United States. I'm not sure about Hawaii or, or Alaska, but 2,700 branches in the United States. Uh, just about all of them offer some form of uh, of licensed child care, and uh, we also have the longest or the oldest running, uh, continuously running day camp um and i believe that's in upstate new york but don't quote me on it. Yeah. <laughs> so that started sometime around the turn of the century, 1900ish. Wow. So,
0: yeah. Wow. And so camp is also a very kind of integral part of, of the wise history.
1: Yeah, YMCAs and camping, day camp, summer camps go hand in hand. Um and uh, here at our at our YMCA, so we are one of six YMCA's in YMCA South Coast, and all six of our branches offer summer camp. Mm-hmm. In fact, two are almost exclusively summer camps. Okay. Uh, the Mattapoisett Y and the Dartmouth YMCA, yeah. uh, they both mm-hmm. started off as, as just uh, summer camps and it, as an opportunity for kids in the cities of Fall River and New Bedford mm-hmm. to get out of the city right. um, and go explore something experiential in mm-hmm. the woods, for lack yeah. of a better term.
0: Yeah, and that's really that's really important I think especially um, you know for kids that don't have that opportunity right. otherwise it's something that's affordable for their parents to be able to and know they're safe know they're getting exactly they're getting out in the woods know they're getting exercise right. you guys have done a lot of work in in that area right? yeah
1: there's so most of our YMCA's uh, we're working on it here we haven't gotten there yet but most of the other YMCA's are ACA um, certified which is the American Camping Association mm-hmm. they basically have 500 standards that you have to comply with, wow. um, and uh, and so most of our YMCA's comply with that. Plus, we all have to comply with the Department of Public Health in your town mm-hmm. to make sure that you're following basic standards. That and is protocols. no small task, let me tell you. <laughs> it is not. Uh, we probably start working on that in March, yes. if not before that. Um, and then even like the first day of camp, you're still you're you're, you're making sure that you're dotting all the I's and yeah. crossing all the T's. Um, so it's certainly a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, our our motto is safe fun and clean oh. we want the kids to be safe we want them to have fun and uh most days of the week they go home clean yeah unless it's a mess okay but them get a little dirty yeah. sometimes yeah. right yeah. exactly. they're having fun exactly yeah. that's yeah. how that's how we uh demonstrate fun yeah.
0: yeah oh that's great so um so you've seen kids kind of change over the years and and kind of with the structure of of what they're allowed to do and kind of their freedom versus their protection and safety sure. you have seen parents <clears throat> needs change over the years Absolutely with kind of what they need, because you guys also provide daycare so that we do. parents can get some exercise too. Exactly. Right? That's very important. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, We try to service the whole family, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, so we have a, a childcare room that our members can use for up to two hours a day. Uh, and we see a lot of our families taking advantage of that, where you know mom might go take a group exercise class, dad might go play basketball, and then we've got this room which is supervised basically a one to 12 ratio staff mm-hmm. to child. Um, and the kids are having a blast. We have a huge play structure. We have uh, different curriculum-based uh, activities that we that we use in that room, whether it's about reading, or, or coloring, or counting, or whatever it might be, um, or just active play. Their mm-hmm. kids come here, and uh, oftentimes they're asleep by the time they get in the car. because yeah. they've been running around for two hours, yeah. which is great.
0: Yeah, that is great. I know when I when my kids were little. It was really important yeah. <laughs> to be able to yeah. take some time, you know, get on the treadmill for a while, let them right. have fun. Have That's fun. the and biggest. They look forward to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest compliment that we can get is when a parent tells us that they put their child in the car and they were asleep before right. they left the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, Because that means we're doing our job. Yeah. Um, and to your point, it's also um, it's important for the parents to have some time to themselves, and whether they want to work out with their significant <laughs> other, or or they just want to work out on their own, you know. Getting the time to yourself to be able to decompress, to de stress is such a vital part of our lives that oftentimes, in this rat race of a world that we live in right now, we don't find time to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the stress of work, the stress at home, um, it can all get bottled up in there and you get frustrated. Um, you might get depressed, you might get overwhelmed. Uh, having the opportunity to, to exercise either by yourself or in a commun- communal mm-hmm. uh, group exercise class is a great way to let some of that stress go mm-hmm. and to, you know, we'll watch your kids. You right. don't
0: have to worry about it for a couple yeah. hours. No, that's great because I know that that's a need for <clears> that people have expressed is like, you know, it's great if we can do something together, but sometimes I just need sure. a break and I yeah. need to know that they're doing something that's you know that's good for them too. Productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so you can feel good about that so when you're looking as an executive director when you're looking at programming to bring into the Y what are some of the things that you look for that make a really good program
1: <coughs> um, so quality program is quality programming is a term that we use a lot in the YMCA um, and oftentimes we've tried to do too much stuff and try to be you know service too many people be too broad of an organization and so we have sort of reined that in and what we're looking for Uh, are activities that can, um, like I said, ideally accommodate the whole family in some aspects. So um, having something for adults at the same time that we're having something for children. Uh, But we're also trying to look at popular trends. um, And we don't necessarily want to... um, We're looking for things that are going to keep people active because we've noticed in society that uh, you know, there's there's an obvious epidemic. Obesity rates are through the roof, yep. especially in our county in Bristol County. It's the second worst in the state, I believe, wow. um, and and one of the worst in the country. Um, and it's not just us though; it's across the it's across the country. And so, keeping people active and engaged is is something that we're looking to do. But we want to. <laughs> we want to mirror that with what's happening, and that's why a lot of the stuff that you guys are doing at Mastermind is just really, really cool. Because you're taking those popular trends and and you're you're uh, making them active. You're, right. you're you're taking them from a video game or from a chat room, and, and you're moving them out into open space and in the environment where they can have those same activities or that the the same feeling that they're having um, at in a game in in. An actual real-life activity. Right. Um, so <coughs> back to your original question though, what are the things that we're looking for? We're looking for activities that are going to get people active, mm-hmm. get people um, talking with each other. Relationship building is such a huge piece of what we do here at the Y. Right. <coughs> For us, we want to make sure that not only do we know your name when you come into our building, but we know something about you because you're our extended family. Right. Um, and so we are looking for programming that can enhance that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also looking for programming that is progressive, and we talked a little bit about that before. But we want to see something that doesn't have an end. You know. Uh, too often now, you go out and you buy a product or a service, and it's it's almost got like a an expiration date. Right. You know, best if used by. <laughs> we're trying to get programs that are going to go on forever. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really enjoy them, we don't want it to, to expire. We mm-hmm. want you to keep taking advantage of it.
0: Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love the community aspect of that. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of nice because I think um, things can be so impersonal. You know, Absolutely. and I know that's really important, and it's something that we really strive to do in our store too: is to know people's names, remember something about them, like right. you said. You know, make them feel like they're at home and that they're family. And I do feel like that when I walk in here. I that's do great. feel like oh, yeah, people know us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they know us, and they you know they ask about the kids, right. or they ask about yeah. No, they're you're doing a good job.
1: Well, thanks. <laughs> we've got a great team, and we've got you know I, I say team, and that obviously refers to the staff and volunteers, but we've got a great team of members too who. You know, it,
0: oh, it's all about that. Yeah, they yeah. make
1: a plan to come work out together. Yeah. And if they're not here, they want to know, well, where was Kristen today? Right. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, the, it's, it's part of it, right? So you try to, I know as, as a manager myself, you try to kind of create what's important, what your values are right. in your staff. And then hopefully that translates <laughs> yeah. to the community. And oftentimes right. it does. Because I think what you put out there. Kind of reflects back at you, right? right? You start to kind of see people that have your same values that yeah. want to be part of that, you know, because yeah. they see they see you know they see what they want in in right. the community as well. So, um, as a dad, yes, as an educator, yes. as an executive director, what are some of your favorite resources to that you go to for inspiration sure. or?
1: Um, you know, I'm sort of all over the map. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that I have one go-to thing. I do love TED Talks. Oh, um, yes. So, I do too. Uh, we do
0: TED Talk Tuesday in the group. Oh, nice. <laughs> was, yeah.
1: Great. Yeah. Um, uh, and oddly enough, I spend a decent amount of my own personal time when I'm decompressing on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, looking up either TED Talks or other inspirational activities or new programming that somebody might be doing. Um, as a YMCA professional, I have professional journals that I, that I look through. Um, as a health and fitness professional, so I do a little bit of personal training still, not as mm-hmm. much as I used to, uh, but there's, uh, you know, research journals that I'll look at. Um, and then I just love the, it, it's funny, there are no dad groups online. So the mom groups yeah. are the ones that I'm always what looking at. why is that? Like, I have no idea.
0: Um, <coughs> the but moms can, are chattier. <laughs> yeah, I guess,
1: I guess. I don't know. No, no dads are getting online and forming a group, unfortunately. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. But I'll I'll check out the mom's groups. Yeah. Um, And when I was working in North Attleboro, there was a very active group, uh, two of them. There was the mom's club of North Attleboro, which were basically 40 or 50 families. Wow. um, And they would set up play dates and activities, and they would come to our Y all the time um, to do. We had like a a play structure like we do here, Mm -hmm. or um, we had cooking classes or something that the kids could participate in, and we'd have one-offs where we might just organize something for the moms. Uh, but they had, a, they had a great newsletter that would tell you about all the fun things going on in town. And then Macaroni Kids was another oh, one. Are, yeah. um, and I know that there's one in the general vicinity here, which yeah. I haven't hooked onto yet. But they're, they're always great because they're always telling you, again, what's happening in your community that's going to be ideal for kids and families. Right. Uh, and I find that, uh, as a parent, uh, I'm always looking for something fun and affordable to do with right. my kids. Um, because too often we get stuck at home, you know, we've got Mm -hmm. to do the laundry, we've got to Mm -hmm. cook dinner, we've got to do the grocery shopping, Mm -hmm. how do we get the kids out and have fun? And it's a little bit easier even when it's 95 degrees out, Mm -hmm. um, because you can go outside. But in those winter months, Mm -hmm. um, when you're just struggling to find something to do, um, it can be a challenge. Uh, there's Facebook groups that I use, uh, you know, we love my, my wife and I with our boys, we love going to the zoo. Mm-hmm. We love going to the children's museums. So there's a great children's museum in Providence, and another great one in Fall River. Yeah. If you haven't been to the one in Fall River, you got to check that out. Yeah. Um, so those are those are the big resources, I would right. say. Is right.
0: So you you've touched on something. So when you're home and yes. you're trying to get stuff done, as we all are, what are your what are you off What are your best offline activity? Kind of go-tos for your kids for the kids.
1: Yeah. Um, so our boys are still young; they're three and two. So we're not completely connected into video games or anything That's yet. Great. But they still love Disney Junior and you know all that stuff. So we try to limit the amount of TV that, that they can uh, that they can watch. Uh, so when they're not doing that sort of stuff. Um, they love to free play. We've got a playroom for them with, uh, I think, one million toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, it feels like that, I know. Yeah. We cycle through them too. We'll take some of the toys away. Yeah. Um, under the cover of dark. Yes. Uh, and then you know they they don't miss them, and then we'll reintroduce them in a month or two, and it's like they got a brand new toy. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But the other cool thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that we like to do is uh, just free play outside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we'll turn the sprinkler on on a hot day like today mm-hmm. and the kids will literally play in the sprinkler for 45 minutes right. to an hour running right. back and forth, um, playing with the hose. Uh, we've got these cool, um, they're not water balloons, but they kind of feel like it. They're a ball that you can toss back and forth. Oh
0: yeah, like yeah, 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 and each
1: time you catch it, a little water splashes out. Yeah. Um, our, our kids love to run around. I don't know what they're playing when they're running around, yeah. but they just I think they're just running from one end to the other yeah. and just getting some of that energy out, burning it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so let's see. I gotta check my time. Oh, we've got plenty of time. Great. Um, so uh, so your favorite resources? I asked you about. Um, let's talk about, um, physical activity in kids sure. and why you talked a little bit about the obesity rate, right. right, here in our beloved County. Um, but like, um, you know, what is it about physical activity that is beneficial to kids?
1: Sure. So I am, uh, I am a, a physical education nerd, I'm just going <laughs> to uh, put that out there. Um, and I've, I've gone to a lot of trainings, I've gone to a lot of seminars, um, On everything from you know how to become a personal trainer to you know the other extreme of like CrossFit and all of that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and the one thing that I have learned is that uh, until we teach children they know how to exercise completely fine they're perfect at it as a matter of fact their biomechanics are ideal Mm -hmm. if you look at a Mm two-year-old once they you know once a child starts walking so anywhere from a year to two years old and watch them squat down it's the perfect form they don't need to be taught it's when we start introducing all of these other things and all of these other complications including sneakers mm. um that that you know kids start to um they start to to have different movement patterns and they start to get hurt um uh you know there's a preponderance of of high school girls who are having acl and mcl problems mm. um and it's predominantly because they're playing too too much of one sport.
0: What's a, um, a, what is that? What's an ACL?
1: ACL and MCL are the ligaments that uh, hold your knee together. So oh. ACL on MCL on the inside. Okay. Um, and so. Uh,
0: so it's a repetitive stress it's, injury. Yeah, okay. exactly.
1: Um, so uh, so I tell you all of this because there's. Uh, everybody wants to be active, but there's sort of this, this, um, this other side that's saying, you know, a lot of this stuff is bad. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have a child run a mile. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. But the reality is it's our natural being. Mm -hmm. When you go back in history, um, we used to have to hunt for our food. And so naturally people would run 20 or 30 miles to catch their food. Um, and now we don't, we, we drive less than two miles to the grocery store and buy all the food we can and then bring it home. So uh, obviously what our finely tuned bodies have been, have been created for or, or developed for, we're not really using them the way we used to. Um, when you get a child active, when you get anybody active, when you get a child active though, releases endorphins and it makes them feel better Mm -hmm. just generally speaking it makes them feel better it makes them feel better about themselves Mm -hmm. it reduces stress it makes them feel happy Um, and this is anything from playing a game of soccer or basketball to running on a treadmill running outside um, playing catch with with somebody else any sort of physical activity and being active for anything more than let's call it 15 minutes is gonna start to release those endorphins and make a person Feel more confident and feel better about themselves there have been a ton of studies done about this and it's just amazing to see if you go for a run let's say let's say you 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 want to run your first 5k which is always a big scary thing because nobody wants to run for thirty or forty minutes. <laughs> um, but as you progress, you'll see people over time feel much better about themselves, mm-hmm. and they look forward to exercising because they don't only really feel much better about themselves; they just feel better. Mm-hmm. It reduces stress. It reduces cholesterol. Um, if you've got uh, if you've got high numbers, um, it can help to reduce those. Um, and it doesn't matter if if you're twelve or or 50 mm-hmm. they all have the same effect um, it can lower your resting heart rate it can improve the efficiency of your of your heart so you'll pump in more blood and oxygen per pump um, so you don't have to pump as many times uh, so that's why you have a lower heart rate um, and and all of these you know all of these uh, uh, um, medical things that, you know, it's better for your body is great, you know, but the, the, the biggest piece at the end of the day is that you just feel better. You feel good. You feel happy when you exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily the first five minutes, but by the time you're done, (laughs) by the time you're done, you definitely feel happier. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. So we just want to look for even going for a walk,
1: right? Even for a walk. in 20 minutes, yep so the uh i think it's the surgeon general's uh recommendation is 150 minutes of physical activity per week mm-hmm. now they have different categories of moderate to vigorous mm-hmm. i'm not even worried about that right if you can accumulate active. yeah if you can accumulate 150 minutes a week mm-hmm. of physical activity whether that means parking at the far end of the parking lot and walking the five minutes into the building or taking the stairs instead of the elevator, um, whatever it might be, 150 minutes a week is gonna make you feel better.
0: Is it more for kids than adults?
1: It's, uh, it's general, it's just open. Really, yeah. so
0: 150 minutes in general.
1: Yep, and, and so that was sort of put out, um, you know, it was put out a while ago, but it's really been brought up a lot in the last mm-hmm. decade or so because of this obesity trend, mm-hmm. because of the epidemic that we're seeing, just getting people active. Um, you really start to reap the benefits of physical activity with anything longer than a 15-minute increment. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have 15 minutes, walk for five. Do it anyway. And, and just try to build up. Uh, you know, There are many people that can't get out and just walk for 15 minutes because they don't have the capacity yet. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You'll get there. Mm-hmm. Just start small mm-hmm. and set goals, and you'll get yeah. there. So start at five minutes and work your
0: way up to 15. Right. Yeah, we see a lot of – well, we're in the mall. We're in the yep. Swansea Mall. Yes. So we see a lot of the mall walkers. walkers. Yeah. And it's great, you know. It's, they're mostly older, you know, right. older people. Not always women. There's men and women, but it is. It's it's kind of nice because they, they have their own community too. Right. They talk right. to each other yep. and they get coffee afterwards Absolutely. and stuff like that. So, yeah, any little bit, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's great on you know mall walking is great on days like today. So we right. always think about like the winter, but on days like today, where it's 95, we're in day the six. Is, yeah, yeah uh, it's perfect Crazy. because it's nice and cool in there. Right. So.
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, so you've got some awesome programs happening right now, Yes, uh, yes. your summer, uh, summer camps camp. yep. and you said that the Fall River Y is joining you guys here for- Yeah, the for Fall
1: River summer. YMCA uh, brings their kids over to us. So between our camp and Fall River, there's about 225 kids on site per day. Um, and, uh, and they, you know, the, so camp for us runs 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have extended hours if you need it, but the general, the meat of the day is 9 to 4. and. <clears throat> People uh the kids will get into groups of like ages, so you know, seven and eight year olds are together, nine and ten year olds are mm-hmm. together, and they'll rotate uh every forty minutes or so to a different activity. So an average day could look like um kickball in the small field, uh uh going to the ropes course and either climbing the rock wall or getting onto if you're brave, one of our higher elements, which are thirty or forty feet in the air. Um, and then going over to archery and learning how to shoot an arrow um, and that's a progressive program as we talked about before where they can set goals and, and kind of grow and, and, and go beyond that. We had STEM this year so everything from making model rockets to uh, an exploding volcano and, and smaller activities and larger. Um, lunch and for us lunch is provided because there are so many, um, so many kids in need oh, in great. our community. Uh, so lunch is provided at no cost. Um, and then, uh, and it's prepared by the school department, which they have to follow USDA guidelines. Um, so we know it's a, it's a generally healthy lunch. Um, so after lunch, then maybe there'll be some water play, um, arts and crafts and uh, and then maybe another active game towards the end of the day. Awesome. Uh, so the kids are busy for eight or nine hours and they go home and they're ready to go to bed. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're ready to crash. They're like, I don't want to play outside now. Exactly. <laughs> I've been playing outside all day. Exactly. Oh, that's great. So what are some uh, tips that you have for parents to kind of use, you know, if they're, um, if they're not right here or sure. they're not close to Hawaii, you know, what are some kind of practical things that they can do? Um, either with their kids or set up for their kids to right. get their kids active and moving.
1: So I think the the biggest piece is to find something that your child enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether that's a book or a video game or even a board game, um, and try to take that and transfer, transfer it into something that you can do outside. So you might not be able to play um, a, a role-playing game outside, but you could take some elements of it and, you know, uh, and, and, and implement those and, and get some supplies whatever that might look like and use those like I was saying with my boys we put on the sprinkler and mm-hmm. we're running back and forth um, something as simple as a sprinkler uh, and we you know we might play pass through through the sprinkler or we might have uh, something on the other end of the yard and we have to run from point A to the other side of the yard without getting wet mm. if we get wet we got to go back and we got to try it again um, so I guess what I'm saying is you've got to tap your inner child, mm-hmm. um, and uh, if, if there's no YMCA or other community organization around you, mm-hmm. um, you can certainly stay active, and uh, you know I've always advocated that you want to keep it simple. Um, the simpler, the better, so the less equipment that you need, mm-hmm. the less supplies that you need, um, the more fun you can have because you can be more imaginative and more creative.
0: Right, so really tap into your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And your kids
1: will enjoy it too. You know, invite them to participate in the creativity part of it. Right. I don't know if you've ever had a three-year-old explain the rules of a game to you, but I, my son, did that to me the other day. I Had no idea what he was talking about, but I just followed him, and we yeah. had fun for like a half an hour. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I know kids really do. They, if they're if they're given that kind of space, I think that they, um, they'll fill it. Yeah, yeah. You know, with their imagination, Absolutely. most of the time. Um, I think sometimes reminding kids that they can. Have the you know the space to be creative, right? Um, is sometimes the hardest part, Absolutely. right? Is just kind of because they can get very stuck in that, like oh, I'm bored. There's nothing right. to do, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, kind of trying to get them out of that, and and you know, like you said, use use things that inspire them, right? That they're really into. I think that's a that's a really really great tip. Um. So talk about some because it's summer, but talk about some of your fall programming because sure. I think it's going to be a couple weeks before we air this. So yeah, talk about maybe. What are you excited about
1: for yeah, the fall? Yeah, for the fall for us, um, it, it, uh, it gets a little bit quieter here, so we're able to plan a little bit more, yeah. which is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Um, but I know on the horizon in the fall, so we are going to have uh, a progressive archery program. So right now archery is predominantly done in camp. Yeah. At the end of the camp season, um, we'll offer it up to members. Um, so, really, all ages starting at age six can participate in our archery programs. Oh, that's great. Um, we've got a, a small course with uh, shooting distances up to 40 yards. Yeah. Um, so, uh, people can really test their skills uh, starting closer, build upon that baseline skill level, and move further away. Uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll do two things with the ropes course. Uh, so, we have a family adventure night. Uh, we do it in the summertime, but we'll, we'll keep going until the weather doesn't allow us to do it anymore, <laughs> which is typically mid to late October. Mm-hmm that's free for members um anybody can come down right now it's monday nights we'll open up a couple of elements and you get to try them out as best oh, as you can that's cool! Um, and if you're a member like i said there's no cost so maybe you want to try the climbing wall yeah. maybe you want to try the climbing wall and only use the purple and blue grips yeah um, we'll put out different challenges like that we've got 11 high ropes elements Um, and six low ropes elements. So uh, we'll open usually two on one of those evenings um, and we try to rotate them every week so it's something different. Uh, Chris and I have talked, we have a zip line uh, which you will never catch me on, but it's it's safe. I just don't like heights. Um, So we try to open that up a couple times too and and, uh, people just get a kick out of it. They just love it, the whole ropes course experience. Uh, So that's the family adventure night and then we do um, an educational program which is fee-based, and that runs once a week, and we'll get into the technical stuff of uh, how to properly belay, how to tie knots, um, and then using those to actually um, use the ropes for some different elements. Wow. Um, And then we have our traditional uh, sports programs. Uh, uh, So basketball, I said the Y invented basketball, is one of our more popular sports here. Um, So we've got adult basketball leagues, we've got uh, youth clinics, um, so we'll be offering those in the fall, uh, especially as we get later into the fall and we get closer to the winter. We'll start to ramp that up and have our basketball leagues. Mm-hmm. We've got a very um, active high school basketball league. Uh, this is the second season of running it, so we started it in the spring. Now we're bringing it back in the summertime. And We've got about uh, 45 high school age kids and wow. high school kids don't do anything. No. So for them to come down and play basketball every week <laughs> in an organized fashion. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it, it's, it's just really, really cool. Um, and then we'll do soccer, too, with yeah. you know, soccer. Um, we tend not to do as much competitive soccer. It's more instructional for the little guys. Um, you know the town here has some great uh rec leagues so we're not trying to encroach upon that but we want to help set kids and families up so that they're ready to make that step when when it's time to go there
0: wow that's so. awesome yeah i didn't know you guys had all that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that's you've got great. a ton of space out there so yeah 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 oh
0: yeah you've got some beautiful space yeah. um uh and you guys do after school programming too we do yeah,
1: yeah. so we we provide after school care for for families that need it um both swansea and somerset uh, the kids are bused here, so at the end of the day, um, they, they come here. It's a licensed program in the state of Massachusetts. It's curriculum-based, um, so we have different themes each week and each month. Um, we'll be learning everything from STEM to uh, to um, you know your basic, basic arithmetic um, or your, your core skills, I should say. Um, we do homework time. We have reading time. Uh, we have active play time, and we provide a snack.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the YMCAs provide that in their community. Most
1: YMCAs offer some form of childcare. I can't think of any that don't, but I'm sure there's some.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. That is awesome. And how can parents in their own geographic areas, because like I said, most of everybody here is from Massachusetts and Rhode Island, but we do have (laughs) some outliers. If there's a YMCA in their area, how can parents kind of tap into that to to use as as resources for them?
1: so the easiest, there's a couple of different things you can do. Most YMCAs now have some sort of a social media profile. Uh, I think it's still predominantly Facebook, but there are some that are more progressive that are on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, but you can always check their Facebook page. Let me back up. If you're not sure if there's a YMCA in yeah. your you can go to ymca.net um, and it's, you can basically do uh, find my why or is there a why near me sort of a concept. Um, uh, So check their social media profile, that's usually more active than their website, Mm -hmm. but also check their website because it's Mm going to have their their fundamental programming on there so you can see what's available. Um, And then I encourage you to go down. Most YMCAs have some sort of like a try it free pass, Mm -hmm. whether it's for three days or a week, Mm -hmm. um, and you can explore and and see if it's going to be a a good fit for you. They are predominantly family-based, so if you've got a young family um, or or an older family, uh, it's it's probably gonna be a good accommodation for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're also very senior friendly, so our active older adults love the YMCA. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've got grandma or grandpa, uh, get them into the Y too. Um, So all of that said, uh, most YMCAs are gonna be willing to meet you where you're at. So if it's a financial uh, problem that you 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 don't feel like you can afford the Y, the Y is a nonprofit. Um, and it does afford, it does offer financial aid for anybody that can't afford the YMCA experience. That's number one. Number two, if there's a program that you're really interested in, talk to your YMCA. They're gonna try and find a way to offer it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> for us here, there was a, a, a call for dance programming. Mm-hmm. Luckily enough, we had a dance instructor on staff who loved dance and wanted to run her own dance program. Uh, and I was just telling Kristen that we had our first standalone Uh, dance recital a couple weeks ago with 80 students Um, and that's all because you know some parents said hey would you be interested in doing this because we'd be interested in doing it Um, we also work with homeschool groups Mm -hmm. Um, so there are uh, at least in the state of Massachusetts and I'm pretty sure Rhode Island there are um, health and wellness requirements for homeschooling Um, we offer uh, a homeschool uh, gym class uh, that will that will meet that requirement um, so you can talk to your local YMCA about offering that for you as well.
0: Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because you have a lot of homeschoolers. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So do we. Yeah. A yeah. lot of homeschoolers that come here too. Yeah. So. No, that's fantastic. Um, and
1: it's a growing trend. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Yeah. And it's a strong partnership that the YMCA wants to nurture too. Yeah.
0: Well, I know. Well, at least locally, if you're a homeschooler on this page, if you're local, um, I think there's a like a like a group discount. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, so, uh, Scott Medeiros, who's not here, he's outside with camp. Um, Scott Medeiros is our program director and he's actually already starting for the fall. Uh, he's got a homeschool network that's going to be coming in for gym classes once or twice a week. Um, and it's cool. It's not It's not like, uh, how many pull-ups can you do? You know, right, not right. the 1950s class. Right. It's basically, we're going to be active, we're going to have fun, we're going to play yeah. fun games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the way gym should be.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Um, and what, I also wanted to say that I know, like, well, I, the homeschoolers have, like, a discount because of, you know, group whatever. But I know a lot of uh, businesses yes. to partner with you guys. So yeah. that's another thing to check out. Yeah. To see if you're...
1: And, you know, each Y is a little bit different. All of the whys in our association here on the south coast of Massachusetts will honor the same deals. Right. Uh, but if you're in Florida or you're in Mississippi or wherever you're at, check in with your why because right. I'm sure they have a discount for you. The promotion that we have started this year, which has been really successful, is a referral program. Mm-hmm. So if you know somebody who's a YMCA member mm-hmm. and you join, mm-hmm. you'll both get 20% off of your membership every month for the length of your membership. So wow. if Kristen and I join together, we get 20% off. And as long as Kristen doesn't quit and I don't quit, we get that oh, 20% that's off forever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that that's cool awesome. Deal.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys have been a, a huge um, partner with us and Same we here. appreciate all that. You know, we love coming to healthy Kids Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Do you guys do one of those in the fall or anything? No, like that? not really in the it's fall. just the summer. We yeah. have
1: trunk or treat in the fall.
0: Trunk or treat. Those so, are so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't know what trunk or treat is, it's, it's kind of a safe trick or treating thing exactly. where everybody decorates their trunk and has um uh candy, right? Candy so or, can... or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And
1: a lot of people are doing healthier alternatives now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we still I do hummus.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Your popcorn ball. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um so that is usually the week before Halloween. Um we had about twenty cars last year.
0: Awesome. We did some
1: activities in the gym too. We yeah. had a well, it was raining, but we had planned. The Boy Scouts were going to do a fire and some uh, some warm cider. Awesome. Uh, and uh, I think we had like three hundred kids. Oh last my year. gosh, that's fantastic. So um, and it's only a couple of dollars just to cover the cost yeah, of yeah. you know the administrative stuff. So it's real real cheap. Um, and uh, and yeah, you come down and have fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for well, talking with you. our community. Absolutely. I so appreciate it. And maybe we'll tap you again. That'd be great. I'd when, love uh, to. spring programming's coming around Very and we cool. tell people more about Sounds that. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks All right. Thanks so much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Let's Play, supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. You can watch these episodes live every Monday at 12 p.m. in our Let's Play Facebook community where you can also participate in the discussion and Facebook live Q and a sessions and demonstrations. You can find me Kristen Kalina on our mastermind adventures, Facebook page, or by emailing info at mastermindadventures.com. If you're in the Southeastern Massachusetts or Rhode Island area, drop by our game lounge in nerf arena and Swansea mall and say hello. You can also find the show notes and a recap of every episode by visiting our website, mastermindadventures.com under the parent portal. We will see you next week.